Hey, patron. Welcome to episode 8 of Behind the Veil. A little look into the inspiration behind a story, as well as some of my methods in writing it. Today, we're looking at a story that had three different writings, complete deletions, and entire story changes. I'm talking about patron exclusive 007, Glenn Rue. So let's break down the story. Where did it start? This story originated in my early teens. I was a Boy Scout with the local troop, and we would go to a Boy Scout camp every summer for a week, and every winter for a weekend. The summer week was for merit badges, camping, and socializing with other troops. The winter weekend trip was just our troop renting out a cabin to have a fun weekend where we had no activities planned other than meals. This usually resulted in many hours of sled riding down various hills, exploring empty campsites, and playing jailbreak at night. It was on one of these weekends that I heard a story from one of the older kids. This story was apparently true and passed down from one of the original camp rangers in the 1930s. The story itself wasn't elaborate like mine. It basically said that there was a person working for the Department of Forestry or some other government organization. This was long before the camp was ever created. The cabin where the events took place was called Glenru. Back then it wasn't really called that, it was just the ranger station for the area. The cabin that is currently on site of the camp is the original cabin that was used as the ranger station. It can be rented out by troops to spend weekends in, and I've actually spent a few there personally. The story goes that the ranger was working on something when he heard a knock at the door. The ranger goes to see who it is and sees a bloody man or a man with bullet wounds or something of that nature when he opens the door. The man has a knife and tries to attack the ranger who slams the door and shoots two shots through the door. The ranger's shaken from the experience and opens the door after the smoke and fear settled, only to find no one there. No blood and no footprints leading to or from the cabin. It was as if the man vanished. The ranger stated that the man wasn't see-through or anything, but looked, sounded, and seemed like a real person. This story was allegedly posted in the newspaper, but I have yet to find it through my attempts of researching the actual story. There are other stories that take place on this camp, many of my own personal experience. I plan on writing these down and recording them in the short story compilation once we surpass the $500 a month goal. So now that you know the origins for this story, I want to elaborate on the story a bit. The original gave me a great framework to go off of, but I wanted to expand it. I love the thought of being alone in the wilderness, in a cabin, in a snowstorm. The isolation and self-reliance that occurs in a situation like that is unfathomable today. Unless you live off the grid in Alaska. I had originally written a version of this story for the first iteration of the podcast, The Farm. This was going to be the first story. 
The premise was basically the same, but never mentioned any time prior to becoming a ranger, the seasons outside of it, and focused on a cursed hat being the overarching storyline, and would be found by the farm owner, the paranormal expert. Yeah, it was kind of a bit hard to follow. At some point, I scrapped the entire story as the podcast's final form took shape. The story didn't really fit in with the cursed object being the root cause for the bloody man appearing. Also, the horse died in that story, and I didn't really like that. The story still nagged at me to be written, though. I love the idea of a snowy cabin with strange things going on, and you can't leave due to weather and impassable roads. I wrote another version. This one got rid of the bloody man entirely, and focused more on strange phenomenon on the mountain. A few ideas that I will be putting into future stories, so I won't tell you exactly what happened. Just know that at some point I actually entertained the thought of a yeti, but never wrote it in. The third and final version is the product we have today. I scrapped the second story entirely again, and started from scratch. This time going back to the roots. Nothing too over the top, just the isolation, the potential of cabin fever and becoming trapped, the ranger getting jumpy after some strange things happening, and making him think that someone is around the area. The climax of the bloody man may seem a bit cliche, but it's the story I was told, and I wanted to include it. If I ever find the news article about the events, I will be sure to post it in the patron-exclusive feed. I honestly enjoyed writing, scrapping, and rewriting this story multiple times, and each one gave me future episode ideas. It brought me back to a time in scouting in my youth, and all the fun things that occurred at camp and in the Glen Rue itself. I still go up to the camp once or twice a year for a few hours, and every time I go, I park in the parking lot just outside of the Glenroo cabin, and I think about that bloody man and the ranger and the events that happened well over a hundred years ago. That's about it for this episode of Behind the Veil. Thank you for being a patron and supporting the show. I wouldn't be able to do this without you. Thank you. <laughs>